multi-team or even whole organisational agility, business agility, whatever it is you would like to label it as, has never been easy. And there has been a huge number of frameworks over the years that have come and gone. Some have stood the test of time, others haven't. But all of them, well, I say all of them, most of them have had pretty good, strong values at their core. The Less Matters podcast is here for more than just less stuff. This podcast exists to help you get to grips with multiple team agile, to help you get to grips with how to scale, or even just how to be a better agilist and agile leader yourself, to accelerate your performance and the performance of those around you. Here at Less Matters, we are going to be having lots of chats with people that maybe have never even heard of Less before, but have brilliant, informative, valuable things to share with all of us. So, here we go. Without any further ado, let's get on to this week's Less Natter. What is something in the agile world that you think should have been more popular than it currently is or was? Um, it's a good question. I didn't really... Th- um... I mean, in, uh, I can give a more uh, answer, which uh, has been given quite a few times. Um, it's just general um, XP practices and um, and technical practices in general. And um, so um, um, uh, there's a still, I mean, debate whether even stuff like a pair programming is uh, is really useful. I mean, it's quite remarkable that people debate that. And um, um, uh, it's not widespread enough, I'd simply put. And there are many other technical practices. Another thing, which should have been um, should get much more prominent role, is um, is uh, yeah, actually one of the agile principles. Even is that uh, the developers interact directly with the business people and the customer, and so that you go to the source of information and a source of the real feedback and have this direct interaction. Now, what happens in reality? What happens uh, in theory? Everybody keeps saying that, and in reality, I, um, I I don't really see people actually putting that in place uh, that much uh, through practices. Instead, we uh, the agile community is full of stuff which seems to contradict that principle. And so, uh, you want the developers to engage directly with the customer as much as possible, and get uh, if I mean, in, in some cases, there is no actual customer. Like in a BMW, they're building autonomous driving. Uh, you want information to come from, uh, come from the ultimate source, and you want teams to engage with the ultimate source. So, I've been involved in autonomous driving. So, they would uh, teams would literally drive the car and see how it behaves, or they have a simulator, and this is the ultimate source of truth. And uh, further than that, you can't go and to see and validate if the car behaves properly. And this is what you want. Developers do that. And so we still have the all these kind of uh, roles and stuff and um, on top in between and uh, and definition of ready and, um, and still a business analyst and uh, army of product owners. And we are debating that. And, and so I wish we would actually, instead of debating that kind of stuff, which is actually contradicting the, the principle, we should actually talk about the principle. How do we make sure that the developers are closer to the customer? I found it mind-boggling 
that people, and this goes back to what you were saying earlier, I think, around how people use Scrum so differently. You know, how can how can someone like you at Port of Rotterdam look at Scrum, go ahead, start using bits, using it, it works so well, then look at it and think, oh, well, hold on, this looks kind of like this thing less, or Boz comes and tells you, oh, you, what you describe sounds like less. And then other people, you look at it and it bears no resemblance. And it's the ones that bear no resemblance when you have those that army of product owners. And I just find it, I don't know, amusing. It does, I'm not going to put anyone down on this. I just find it amusing how people will look at Scrum and say, oh, well, the product owner role, surely that's someone that's supposed to be in between the team and the users, when that would be in direct contradiction to one of the agile principles. Like, why would you design a framework to help you learn how to be agile, which directly contradicts one of the most important principles? And actually, when you look, if you ever, like, listeners, anybody else, I've mentioned this stat a few times, but if you look at the research into teams, there is a big, say, the biggest study that I know of into team performance was by Price and Toy. And this is a book from a number of years ago, but it's around 1,300 teams. And they showed that teams that had a close proximity to the customer were 30% more likely to reach higher performance. Whether yeah. that's because of the purpose or because of the, the better communication or the relatedness, they, you stand a better chance at having high-performing teams if you put them close to the customer. That's what this study said. And it's one of the few agile principles, which is backed up by a, some, a piece of academic research. And yet, people still decide that product owners are the role that sits in between. I, I, yep. I, I find it so amusing and baffling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a theory for that. Yeah. It has to do with um, productization of the whole agile thing. Uh, there's an uh, the old debate that we that I uh, that I started uh, quite some time ago in uh, our kind of the trainer list. Uh, so this um, uh, that I'm kind of a try to occasionally fight against. Uh, so uh, seeing agile as a thing, and in the process you kind of forget what it's all, what was all about, and so you kind of a sell the the product. It's called agile, and or whatever you want to call it, safe or less or whatever. Uh, so, but that's not the point. And so the because of that. Because we are productizing this uh, this um, this thing, uh, you you lose uh, the um, you lose the perspective of what was it originally all about, and uh, that's that's what's happening. And then, and ironically, what happens when you start to point out the principles? They say, "Well, that's too theoretical." I mean, the reality, and yeah. Well, that's the point of principles, isn't it? Like it yeah. is a. It was D Hawk in one for, and again, this is, I feel like I say this on every podcast. I need to, I need to have a word of the scriptwriters, Victor, for my pod for, for these sessions. I, they're not doing a very good, a very good job writing the scripts. Like, well, I haven't got scriptwriters. I just need new things to say. But uh, D Hawk says that in one for many, that principles are what ought to be. They're never going to be yeah. what you've got. Otherwise, you wouldn't need to write them down. Like, this is yeah, about what exactly. ought to be. So yeah, to take all that isn't reality. Yeah, because no, it isn't. It was never supposed to be. It's supposed to be something you you work towards, and the values yeah. of the agile manifesto are the, the 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 your behaviors and your beliefs and how you should act whilst you're in pursuit of these things that ought to be. But that doesn't sell as easy as packaging it up into a nice little, you know, safe to market 
safe to sell package. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. No, so the, <laughs> I don't know what you so, mean, Victor. <laughs> so it's actually another interesting thing. Um, the, the biggest, uh, in my experience uh, from a less adoptions, the uh, one of the hardest thing to t- to teach people in a less training is to make a distinction between um, the um, the perfection vision and the the road towards it, and so the steps that you need to take now. And so uh, I noticed that um, the the industry, I mean, product development and companies, they're too used to all kinds of approaches, which say. Uh, you are now here. If you implement this, then you're going to get that. And uh, so this is so deeply ingrained that uh, unless, uh, as you know, um, it's uh, when you, uh, it's very related to the principles also, is that you set a perfection vision. Um, and then uh, what happens, quite ironically, that people say, but that's impossible to achieve. And um, uh, But the point is actually that you work towards it, not to achieve it. And so... Um, uh, that's the that's the whole concept of continuous improvement. So, the, which brings me to um, to to a feeling that uh, we most of the companies I think who are doing agile don't really understand the concept of continuous improvement truly, and so uh, there's a there's a whole world to gain that there. And so uh, I tried my last trainings also to emphasize very much and uh, and uh, uh, through this distinction between um, there is a perfection vision. And typically in training, I talk a lot, a lot of stuff, which seems like a wow, that sounds really good, but it's so impossible to achieve. But the point, the point is actually that you start working towards that direction. How fast you go, that depends on every single situation. And so, um, uh, same with the, with the, with the principles is, um, if you say, like, for example, wow, we cannot make developers talk to customers. So let's give up on that. You're giving up on continuous improvement, essentially. Oh, dear. I feel like we could talk for so long. We need to do this at a time when perhaps I can have like the same drink that you had, and then we can just talk about this for for hours on end. Um, yeah, we'll, I'll get you back on Victor. Don't worry. We won't, we won't be stuck to questions. We can just amble through, amble through our minds. So the last question, the last question, and thank you for your answer there. And, uh, I think the productization of agile, by the way, is, is a great topic. There's a lot to dig deep in there. What a brilliant conversation. Do you know what? I really enjoy talking to people, as you can probably tell. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to it too. Now, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, give us your feedback. The more attention that we get, the easier it makes it for me to free up the time to record these podcasts and edit them, to add videos onto the YouTube channel for Less Matters community. So please do give us your feedback, share it, like it, love it, give us your suggestions. My name is Ben Maynard. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Less Matters podcast. Until next time, stay safe and we'll see you then.